This is the John Oakley Show podcast. Back into it with our panel, John Capobianco, Senior VP, Senior Partner and National Practice Lead for Public Affairs in Fleischman-Hilliard's Toronto office. Michael Giles, been in government 30 years, federally, provincially, municipally. David Sparrow, the president of ACTRA National. That's the union representing performers across Canada, which is why he's passionate about these cutbacks to the teaching profession. And, you know, uh, the teachers' unions have been uh, labeled as thugs by the premier. Uh, and he resembles that remark. <laughs> so <laughs> openly admits it. In fact, yeah, yeah. And probably well, wears that label. Guy, that's true. But you know, <laughs> it's not just in uh, the education ministry that we can anticipate cuts. It seems there's been a directive put forward to find a half a billion dollars within healthcare or delisting certain things that OHIP covers now. And they're saying by May one, it's going to have to be about a hundred million in reductions by September one, three hundred and sixty million. And these savings would include anything deemed to be unnecessary or inappropriate uh, that are overprescribed. Uh, they talk about MRIs for middle-aged people's knees that have now become too routine when they can just suffer through it for a couple of weeks and then away you go. Why Do you understand how that works, David? I happen to understand how that works. So seven weeks ago, I had 40% of my left meniscus removed after having an MRI to demonstrate that I needed that. The surgeon said that if I didn't have it removed, then eventually I'd need a knee replacement, which would be more expensive. And I was having mobility uh, challenges, and they had lingered for about seven months. So this idea that um, as our society ages and the baby boomer shift um, becomes uh, older, that we're suddenly going to need fewer joint surgeries and such is is just addle-brained. It's not real. All right. Uh, you know, and it involves other things like uh, at first it said uh, no sedation during colonoscopies, but it turns out uh, they corrected that to say uh, the anesthesiologist would not be required there. I guess, you know, the doctor administers whatever, and uh, you're numbed up for uh, perhaps the first, uh, the best 90 minutes of your life. Uh, however, <laughs> you know, when uh, we talk about pain relief and management and things like that over prescriptions, and uh, do you see any merit in finding efficiencies in the medical establishment this way, Michael? Well, yeah, I mean, uh, the very first job I ever had in government was in the Ministry of Health. And, uh, you know, so I would say politically for, for uh, Doug Ford, you know, be careful because this is the third reel of, of political life. And, you know, people, health care is important to people. But here's the thing, you know, and speaking to David's point, they're, they're, uh, you know, we're at a point now we have a, a population that's aging. So as people are getting older, they're going to require more health care. And the, the treatments they're getting are, you know, obviously more expensive. They're getting more sophisticated. So when you're taking $100 million or $300 million over a couple of years out of the system, it's actually exponential because, you know, there's, there's the, the demand is increasing. Where are you going to get that from? You know, I mean, is, would I want to be sedated without an anesthesiologist? I'm not sure. You know, I bring my lawyer with me, I guess, to keep an eye on everything. But, you know, it's that kind of stuff that that will, will uh, you know, infuriate people because, you know, the strong commitment was made during the last campaign that there would be no cuts to health care. Well, you know what? That's where we're going now. All right. Well, yeah. And we've seen it in the past, too. Uh, you know, it passes prologue. We've seen delisting of OHIP services and things like that, haven't we, John? We have. And, and uh, it, was, it was just just before we got on the air, David was regaling us of stories about his experiences in this space. And I, I think we should uh, we should keep them where they are in some cases when it comes to those, those areas. But no, you know, at the end of the day, John, you know, much like education, right, health care is a huge, huge expense for government. And, and, and rightly so, obviously, given given the, uh, the size of the province and, and our aging population. But when you combine education and, and health care uh, by way of cost, it is 80% 
um, you know, combined of the of the provincial budget. You know, the only th- the third the third bucket is social services, and then it comes you know interest on the debt are the four top uh, expenses for this province. So you got to find some level of of redundancies and 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 cutting where you can. Um, you know, obviously they're being very careful not to to ensure that the cuts that they made are ones that are are not as intrusive or as are as um, um, sensitive to to folks, but you got to have some. You can't with fifteen billion dollars debt. You got to have you got to find some savings, and you got to you got to find some some areas where you can actually do without, or or have the private sector or other areas look at it in a in a way that uh, that we're doing now. Like you know, people talk about and Michael's right about the third rail being healthcare, and anybody talking about doing something other than what they're doing now is all automatically billed as privatization and private healthcare. Uh, you know, well, look, we've got some private healthcare now that's working just fine. Well, they're talking, too, about uh, psychotherapy being reduced to 24 hours per year. So you get maybe two times a month for an hour. And uh, other things are like uh, tonsillectomies, you know. Go with the tonsils. Eat your ice cream. And <laughs> David, that's you better know, than most, the other. Most, <laughs> most children who need their tonsils out need them out because they are, are having really bad medical outcomes and, and possibly uh, you know even even death if they don't get their tonsils out due to swelling and, and et cetera. This is, this is something that uh, needs to be addressed. You get your tonsils out and on, on you go. I, are you a doctor have, or just playing one on the radio? Well, I can, I can do both. Would you like to uh, just bend over, sir, and we'll uh, continue this. Where's the anesthesiologist? Not without an anesthesiologist. Anesthesiologist, lawyer, <laughs> and you know echocardiograms, another one that uh, they may delist, and so on and so forth. So okay, but somebody's ox is going to be gored here. Yeah, I, you know, I, I understand that healthcare is expensive, but it's something we've committed to as a, as a country to provide healthcare uh, to our citizens, and we are an aging population, and we have new technologies and wonderful new treatments, and people are going to want to take advantage of those. My mother died of colon cancer. I've had four colonoscopies over the last 20 years, one every five years, and the first one I was awake for, and it was extremely uncomfortable, and the next three, it was, I was telling John, it was simply the doctor saying, David, we'll get started now. Now, don't worry, everything went fine, and that's good. And that's exactly the way I like my colonoscopy to go. Yeah, I was going to say, same for me with the show. Uh, (laughs) Start, wake up, it's over. Uh, Let's come back. More topics worthy of discussion for Pizzaville. Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio.